0: Hey and welcome to Epistle, a devotional podcast that goes through the New Testament, one book at a time. Hey everyone, I hope you're having a great day and a great week. We're picking up in Acts chapter 4, starting in verse 23. As soon as they were freed, Peter and John returned to the other believers and told them what the leading priests and elders had said. When they heard the report, all the believers lifted their voices together in prayer to God. O Sovereign Lord, Creator of heaven and earth, the sea and everything in them, you spoke long ago by the Holy Spirit through our ancestor David, your servant, saying, Why were the nations so angry, and why did they waste their time with futile plans? The kings of the earth prepared for battle, and the rulers gathered together against the Lord and against his Messiah. In fact, this happened here in this very city. For Herod Antipas, Pontius Pilate the governor, the Gentiles, and the people of Israel were all united against Jesus, your holy servant, whom you anointed. But everything they did was determined beforehand according to your will. And now, O Lord, hear their threats and give us your servants' great boldness in preaching your word. Stretch out your hand with healing power, and may miraculous signs and wonders be done through the name of your holy servant Jesus. After this prayer, the meeting place shook and they were all filled with the Holy Spirit. Then they preached the word of God with boldness. We have to realize something that as Peter and John returned to the apostles and the rest of the believers, that something is different now in the kingdom of Israel. Something is different. And it's the fact that because of the decree and the decision from the Sanhedrin, what they are doing, preaching and proclaiming the name of Jesus, is now illegal the, from the decision uh, from the higher governing authorities as they give their report, it's interesting to take a look and see what these believers do. And they, instead of complaining or brainstorming uh, what they should do, instead of trying to formulate some sort of a plan, they all join together in prayer. And we have to take a look at what they're saying here. And you, uh, you kind of have to take a look at uh, their prayer from uh, verses 24 through verse 30. And you see what they're praying here. It's a praise to God. It's a a prayer of thankfulness for what he's done. Not only did he create the world, but again, reverberating and reconfirming the the point here that God already knew what was going to happen and nothing that all of these people decided to do against Jesus through God's plan out of whack. God had already uh, planned for this. He had already accommodated for it. And uh, it went according, of course, to his will. And the people, on top of praising God for what he's done, they ask for courage to continue to do what they have been doing. Nothing would ever stop them from proclaiming and preaching in the name of Jesus. And they join with Peter's statement and, uh, from the last episode where uh, they said, we can't help but proclaim in the, the name of Jesus. So they join with Peter and John in this statement, where they're not going to be stopping, even though it's illegal. And they ask for God to work through them in the name of Jesus. It's I bring all of this up because it's kind of important that we contrast this with how we might pray today. Now, keeping in mind that I'm only speaking here as someone... Uh, from the United States, and and reading this from my context and and circumstances, but I would imagine that if we were in similar circumstances as these apostles, that our prayer might sound a little different. Instead of uh, praising God for what he's done and asking for courage to continue to preach, you know, we might be a little more defiant, and and we might be uh, more uh, prone to ask God to take persecution away. You know, remove anything that would uh, get in the way of what we're trying to do here, because we're doing God's work, and uh, they would maybe we would maybe pray uh, for assistance in pushing back those who would oppose us, and we almost more uh, forceful than the prayer that we're reading in this passage, and we would maybe even pray on top of all of this that we might be able to live in peace and comfort, in whatever form that takes. Let us live peacefully and in comfort, uh, not worrying about any persecution that may come our way. And this really uh, brings to light when you contrast these two points, these two types of prayers, what they could pray and what they actually prayed. We see that they would not settle for less than proclaiming Jesus, regardless of circumstances. They don't want a life of comfort. Jesus has transformed their life too greatly to ever go back and to settle for less. So, as we consider this passage, the question we want to wrestle with today is In what ways have you seen God answer your prayers? Thanks for listening to Epistle. You can find, follow, and give feedback on our Instagram page at E underscore You can find all of the episodes for this podcast wherever you get your podcasts, and please feel free to share them with a friend. Thanks again for listening, and we'll see you in the next episode.